When Solomon pondered his remarkable life of material success, international fame, he said, I denied myself nothing, nothing my eyes desired, and I refused my heart no pleasure. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had told to achieve, everything was meaningless. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Did anybody ride in on one of those carts this morning from way out there? I did that. That's pretty cool. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking this morning, wouldn't it be funny if we strapped some golf clubs on the back of those? <laughs> you know, because most of the time it's the, it's, the, it's the husband that drops the wife and kids off, and he's out there, and if we picked him up, he'd, for a minute he'd wonder whether or not he's going to church or, <laughs> or going to play around. I don't know. Just something to think about. I want to get back to the subject of money today. <clears throat> if there's one thing that you can be sure of about money, it's summed up in this old saying. Well, some people would say there's never enough. But you can sum it up by saying you can't take it with you. Have you ever heard that? Well, it's true. One of the richest men in the 20th century, John D. Rockefeller, when he died, his accountant was asked how much money John D. left. I love his answer. He said, well, he left all of it. <laughs> but you see, as important as money is to us, it's easy for us to get the money barometer out of control. After all, everything about our culture throws money and the things it buys right in our face. I mean, take reality TV. It's pretty much taken over the primetime viewing hours. So what are we watching? We're seeing that you can win a million dollars if you can survive in a jungle somewhere better than other people. We're seeing how you can get a job with a billionaire Donald Trump if you can outsmart a few other guys in the city. And we're even discovering that you can get rich overcoming your fear of eating bugs and jumping off of buildings. That's what we're watching. So it's no wonder we develop unhealthy views toward money in a society like ours. Even when we have the benefit of solid scriptural teaching, we have a tendency to falter in this area. But here's the thing. God wants us to clearly understand a number of things about money. But in particular, he wants us to know that money is temporal, that it doesn't last. To even consider the idea of pursuing it or the things that it can buy over things eternal makes us, in God's words, a fool. One of the largest transactions that I was ever involved with illustrates just how fleeting money can be. My brother Glenn and I had the opportunity to sell one of our divisions to a larger company for a terrific price. And on the very day that the sale closed and the money was wired, 
We were also informed that our largest customer had filed for bankruptcy and that all the money that they owed us was lost forever, which ironically was the same amount of money that was being wired to us for the sale of the division. Thus, the money came in in the morning. We celebrated. We congratulated ourselves. Yay. It's bonus time. But by afternoon, all the money had gone out to cover the loss. I didn't even see it. That, that event gave us a whole new meaning of the concept, easy come, <laughs> easy go. You see, it doesn't last. The man God called a fool was used in a parable given by Jesus. The man did what would typically consider being prudent. He was prosperous and he wanted to build bigger barns and store them up for a rainy day. But Jesus was making a statement that it's foolish to put your hope in anything but God. You fool, he said, this very night, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? If you put all your money in stocks and bonds, then your hopes rise and fall with the stock market. If your riches are in banks, then your hopes rest on interest rates and institutions. Any man who can have the rug pulled out from under him is simply standing on the wrong rug. The man whose hope is in God will be devastated only if God fails. And we all know that that is impossible. When Solomon pondered his remarkable life of material success, international fame, he said, I denied myself nothing, nothing my eyes desired, and I refused my heart no pleasure Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had told to achieve, everything was meaningless. It was a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. I hope I can listen to my own teaching this morning. But we've got to stop worrying about money so much. And we've got to stop, start trusting God more. Solomon was trying to say, you can't take it with you. But if you can't remember it the way he said it, Try remembering it this way. You never see a hearse pulling a U-Haul trailer. Stay tuned as Bobby exposes the insidious disease of procrastination and learn how to stop it. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. There's a hole in the bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza. There's a hole in the bucket. All right, I get it. You need a new bucket. Not just any bucket. I want a Nebo Tools Bright Bucket. What's a... A Nebo Tools Bright Bucket is a 1.3-gallon capacity bucket that features a 200-lumen removable chips onboard puck light in the base to illuminate your bucket's contents or to use as an area light. The Bright Bucket is durable material but quickly collapses for easy storage and transport. It has a folding carry handle, removable magnetic work light, and it's impact-resistant and waterproof. It's a fisherman's dream and a nighttime gardener's friend. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights in including the versatile, lighted, bright bucket at Batteries Plus Bulbs Outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. But first, I want to talk about a disease that is affecting many of us. 
The disease is called procrastination. Has anybody heard of this one? I've been meaning to talk about procrastination for some time. (laughs) But I keep putting it off. Thus, the evidence that I'm also affected, infected with this disease. But I don't even know where the word comes from. I'll have to ask Des about that. But it's a very descriptive word. It starts out with pro. And you know, some of us are so good at it, we could probably make a living at it. And it ends with nation, and we have, in fact, become a nation of procrastinators. Procrastination means to intentionally put off something that should be done. And in case you were wondering, that's not a good character trait, especially for a Christian. And it happens to be one of the greatest assets the enemy has and uses to prevent you from reaching your potential as a follower of Christ. Does this little poem ring true with anyone? Procrastination is my sin. It only brings me sorrow. I know I should give it up. In fact, I'll start tomorrow. That sounds like, that sounds like me. Let's face it, if we're honest. Most of us have this problem in some area of our life. I mean, I consider myself a get-it-done type of person. But when it comes to the subject of dentistry, tax returns, okay, haircuts, (laughs) you wouldn't know anything about that though, would you? I've been known to come up with any excuse not to do it. I I don't know what your issue is with it this morning, but whatever it is, procrastination is a self inflicted disease. And it's a pattern of behavior that's unpleasing to God. So why do we put these things off that we know we should do now? Well, there are several reasons. First, because we're indecisive. We're not sure what action to take, so we don't do anything, and that's not good. The Word says that a double-minded man is unstable in all he does. So to take indecision out of our life means we have to pray for guidance. And then we have to focus on our task until we know what action to take. The second reason we procrastinate, believe it or not, is fear. We're afraid of what will happen when we act because we can't handle the thought of a negative outcome due to our actions. And this is another place where the Lord can help you. I mean, while fear is normal, fear and anxiety don't come from the Lord. He can bring peace to the situation if you just trust Him. And try asking yourself anyway, what's the worst that can happen, really? Most of the time, we get ourselves all worked up for nothing. And we're actually relieved once we confront the thing that's caused us such strife, regardless of the outcome. The third biggest cause of procrastination is the most common. Laziness. It's true. We live in a culture that's constantly trying to make things easy for us. So then it's easy to push the more difficult things off. Did you know that the most powerful marketing word is easy? In all the years that we sold exercise products, I never once promoted a product by saying, if you use this product and work real hard, you'll get in shape. No, we said using this product makes getting in shape easier. I guess now that I think about it, I should feel guilty about that. (laughs) 
But the point is, always taking the easy way is a characteristic of laziness. And Proverbs says, lazy people want much but get little, while the diligent prosper. And if you think procrastination is harmless, think again. Because there's a cost of procrastination. It always causes problems in our life. I mean, how many opportunities are lost because we didn't act in a timely manner? I mean, I can think of quite a few in my own life. And the most damaging thing about procrastination is how it can hurt other people. Usually the people we love. Laziness and making excuses show a lack of commitment. And it can erode the respect and faith that someone that we care about has of us. So, what can we do about something that has infiltrated our life like this disease, procrastination? Well, like the fight against any disease, the first step is recognizing the symptoms. And then, in this case, the road to recovery starts with being grateful to God and wanting to please Him. So we need to stop putting things off, and we need to stop making excuses for what we're not getting done. And we have to realize that an excuse is just a lie wrapped up in a reason. Then we have to acknowledge that God will over help us overcome procrastination if we will take the first step. The Word says, there's nothing I can't do with the help of Christ who gives me strength. The most important thing you can do about procrastination is to make the decision to stop doing it now. Just think about all the things that you have to do and start doing them today. And remember, God has a purpose for your life. And he wants nothing more for you than for you to fulfill your destiny in him. And the one thing you don't want to be late for is your appointment with destiny. Do you sometimes feel like you are sitting on the sidelines of life? If so, stay tuned. Learn how to move forward and not allow anyone to hinder you from pursuing God's purpose for your life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. So I want to talk for just a minute about having a let's do it mentality. Let's have a let's do it mentality this year because for many of us, we naturally have a cautious mentality. It's just built right into us right along with looking both ways before you cross the street. 
But I believe that God wants us to have a let's do it mentality that is focused on advancing and not retreating. And you know, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, they did something a few weeks ago that really caught my attention on this subject. If you remember, they played the Indianapolis Colts in a game that didn't really mean anything. Meaning if they lost against the Colts, they were still in the playoffs. And if you follow football, and you're from Texas, so you do, you know that the normal strategy is to rest your best players and not take a chance on them getting hurt, especially going into the all-important playoff season. But the Dallas Cowboys didn't do that. They decided that the success that they were having and the intensity that they were playing with and the momentum that they were building, that they could not afford to squelch that. And that they thought that they were better served by charging forward on all cylinders, all hands on deck. And so they went out and they handily defeated the Colts that Sunday. And it was a great example of the let's do it mentality. They said, this is who we are. We're not slowing down. We're not backing up. We're going forward. The book of Samuel helps me out with this philosophy. When it tells the story of Jonathan. Now, Jonathan was the son of Saul. And at one point, the Israelites' enemy, the Philistines, were gathering their huge army preparing to destroy the Israelites. And Jonathan and his armor bearer, who for some reason the Bible doesn't tell us his name. He's only referred to as the young armor bearer. Anyway, Jonathan and his armor bearer snuck out of the camp and they went over to the enemy lines and they let the enemy see them. And being only the two of them because of his faith in God and God's promise to deliver Israel from their enemy, Jonathan stepped out in the open and he challenged the Philistine army. And he determined that if they said, hey, come to us and fight, that God was going to give him victory over the Philistines. And you need to read the story. Read it. You know what happened? That's exactly what God did. They had a great victory over their enemy that day. You see, Jonathan had a let's do it mentality. God had already promised. Jonathan trusted God. So Jonathan, to Jonathan, it was time to just do it and advance the purpose of God. There was no reason to wait. The king, Saul, he was still down the mountain trying to figure out what to do, trying to put a hold on the situation, trying to buy some time. And I don't know about you, but I think that I'm like King Saul way too much of the time. I'm like, okay, let's just hold up a second. Let's examine this situation. Let's, let's examine this so I can get a handle on a plan so that I can make the right move when I'm ready. But you see, there are lots of things in the kingdom of God that you don't need permission to do. The word of God is filled with instructions and commandments for us to do. I think many of us even misunderstand or misappropriate the term wait on the Lord. We love that phrase. I'm just waiting on the Lord. 
And certainly there is a proper context for waiting on the Lord. But many times, our decision to wait is just our version of no. No, I'm not sure. No, I'm afraid. No, I'm not ready. And many times when we say we're waiting on the Lord, the truth is, He's waiting on us. Jonathan was in alignment with God's purpose, and he had a let's do it mentality. I believe that's why God used him in that situation. He still had to fight the battle, and you'll probably have to fight yours too. But his faith in God and his actions brought the victory for his people, and your faith, your faith followed by your actions will bring victory for you too. One of Pastor Erwin McManus's writings, I'll never forget, he said, go until you get a no. I believe that God meant for us to take the battle out there in everything. And using our gifts and talents and sharing the gospel with the world and building his church, we weren't meant to sit on the sidelines, you see. And just watch the game go by. The Apostle Paul said, run the race with the desire to win it. That's what Paul said. Listen, this year, this year, I challenge you to have a let's do it mentality. Say yes. Go forward in Jesus' name. Don't let anyone or anything including yourself, stop you from pursuing God's purpose in your life. Pray for his direction at every turn, but go living each day in faith that you are more than a conqueror through him who loves you. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. 
That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.